0: Hey everybody! Uh, thanks for listening to episode 11 of the Revenge of the World podcast. Tonight's episode is kindly brought to you by Donkey Donkey Paw Screen Printing Company. Uh, Donkey Paw is a badass company. They made my screens, and they've lasted a long time. So I'm sure anything they make is going to be as likely badass as. My stuff. Anyway, they're located downtown at 2010 Commerce. Uh, They welcome walk-ins. They do banners, t-shirts, patches, hats, fucking skateboards. Did you guys know that? I did not know that. They do fucking skateboards. Skateboards, sweet. Not only that, but they have a mini ramp inside the shop.
1: What? Dude, that's fucking So,
0: you go over there, you want a skate deck printed up, you might. Get to try it out. Or break your neck. Or break your neck. In whatever. my case. So, go see Randy at Donkey Paw Screen Printing. He's really easy to work with, and I like the dude. He's good. He's a good dude. Uh, you can get in contact with him at uh, donkeypaw.com. You can email him at donkeypaw at yahoo.com. And you can call him. I had a fucking phone number I forgot to write down. God damn
1: it! <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's just use that as a dry run.
0: No, fuck that. Um, let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it da, 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 da. 281-798-1996. Tell him Gabe sent you. And sorry, Randy, for fucking up your commercial.
1: Also... No,
2: that was that was... My phone number.
1: God damn it. (laughs) I swear to God, people, he's not on drugs. No pot tonight. I just
0: have my head up my ass right now because I'm new at this. Okay. (laughs) Don't call Randy at that number. Call Randy. Oh, God damn it. Call Randy at 713-732-6935. Tell him Gabe sent you. And sorry about the screw up. Tell him Gabe says he's sorry about the screw up. And also as usual, as of a couple episodes ago, uh we're also brought to you by Adam Stimpy Jones' company, Lone com. Yes. Or just Lone Star Buttons.
2: Lonestarbuttons dot com.
0: Yep. So uh, yeah, LoneStarButtons.com. This guy, this guy, he makes all my buttons very happy. Always a pleasure to work with. Solid five-star service with this guy, and I'm super apologetic <laughs> for the last, <laughs> the last uh, commercials I've done for him. Where I gave out his phone number, which is 281-798-1996, and only use that if you're a true psycho, and tell him you want to suck on his hairy tits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: Sorry dude, I'll never say it again I've said it for every fucking commercial I've done And I will never say To suck on your hairy tits ever again Do not call Stimpy And tell him you want to suck on his hairy tits But Do get in contact with him At, what's your email address?
2: Uh, You can get in contact with him at info At, at, excuse me Info at LoneStarButtons.com
0: I threw you off a little bit, sorry about that LoneStarButtons.com guys and if you're a psycho, call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gabe's saying <laughs> 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 All right, let's start the show. Hey everybody, how's it going? How's it hanging? Uh, In the studio today, I've got not only the awesome Adam Stimpy Jones, founder of LoneStarButtons.com, but I've also got thomas on Dieter, back from his five-show hiatus that I put him on. It's a little (laughs) early. I think you were on... Two, two shows ago. Two shows ago. Yeah. Yeah. Just couldn't. Couldn't have him. Put away that long. He's too much of an asset to the show.
1: I guess. <laughs> you call asset.
0: Get up on the mic, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Not that close. Uh. Yeah. So how's it going, guys?
2: Good. Good. It's
0: going all right. I don't, do I
2: don't think I ever blew up to your intro, but you know, I'll try. You loved it.
0: Your face looked crazy like
2: you were going <laughs> to shoot
0: laser beams out of your eyes. Pre-show jitters. It's like, oh no, he's going to disintegrate me right here and now. That's my number. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> fucked up. Sorry, Randy. Uh, yeah. So what's new, dudes? Uh... You're both looking at me with blank stares, like you're Uh, not on a radio show. Hey, I'm
2: just I'm, I'm chill. It's the week it's the weekend. (laughs) I don't believe I just use the word chill, but you know, okay.
0: Uh, (laughs) Your exact words before I hit record were, "I'm a lot more relaxed for this." Apparently, I'm
2: not. what you hit record, yeah. (laughs) When you're not recording, I'm like, I'm I'm, when you're not recording, I'm perfectly relaxed.
0: So this is actually the second show we've done with uh, Stimpy. Uh, I'm sorry, Adam Jones. Either one, whatever. I probably uh, legally
2: signed Stimpy Now I've had the nickname since I was 14. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, <laughs> how did that? How did that nickname come out? One second. This is the second story, the second time you've been on. But last time, we had a total audio meltdown because I had gotten, I had just gotten the the multi-channel board and uh, didn't know how to use it yet. So hopefully, this one goes a little better.
2: Yeah, the annoying buzz when you played it back wasn't pretty. Yeah, no,
0: that was really bad. <laughs> really fucking bad. So, uh, what's up, dudes? So, yeah, how did you get that fucking nickname? I guess <laughs> Ren and Stimpy was on at the time. Well,
2: I was a huge... It was shortly. It was probably Ren and Stimpy had been on for maybe a year. And I was a huge Ren and Stimpy fan. And I had a t-shirt they used to wear all the time when I was a freshman in high school. It was one where... I don't know if you remember, like Stimpy was in the bathtub, and there's like air bubbles coming up because he floated yeah. in the bathtub. I used to wear that shirt probably twice a week, if not three times a week. As soon as it was clean, Damn. as soon as it was clean, I would rewear it. And so I was in uh, gym class, uh, you know, gym kind of like it, you know in high school. Gym. I don't know how yours was than mine. Like you, you'd have everywhere from freshmen to seniors in gym class. Right. There was a in our gym class there were four atoms. Jesus. And so, when somebody would say Adam, we would all be like, "What?" Who? So after a while, uh, yeah, they decided because I wore that shirt all the time to, to give me the nickname. But what was really the guy who gave me the nickname, which is very fitting, you're drinking out of that coffee cup. I'm just saying,
0: because his name was Charlie. His Brown. real
2: name was Charlie Brown. <laughs> That's and uh, awesome. and he's like, one day he just goes, he, he goes, we're just going to call you Stimpy. I was like, cool. I didn't care. I mean, I was a freshman in high school. I was. At that time, pretty introverted and, you know, it was like, whatever, you know. And Charlie Brown was kind of like a quasi-cool kid. And I was, you know... (laughs) I got a
0: nickname, Ma.
2: Exactly. (laughs) So it just started off with it. uh, They were calling me in gym class. Then outside of gym class, people, like, people in gym class would see me in the halls and call me it. Mm -hmm. Then, like, my friends, like Justin, who Mm -hmm. you know, like, they all picked it up and it just kind of stuck. Spread like a virus. There's some people who still do not know my real name. <laughs> that's awesome. So It's uh, quite funny. Sometimes we're like all I know is you're Stimpy. I don't remember what your real name <laughs> is. So it's like I'll answer to both whether you know it or not. So. Uh,
0: well, that's probably good because I know all of your names and it confuses the shit out of me what to call you. <laughs> I was like Stimpy, that's a kid's nickname. I can't call him Adam Jones, Sir Adam Jones that.
2: Yeah, Adam Jones, exactly.
0: What's your middle name? Arthur. Oh shit. Dude, that's still an awesome <laughs> fucking name. Sir Adam Arthur Jones. <laughs> Stim- that
1: is fucking awesome. That's great. I love it. Sir Adam Stimpy Arthur Jones. That's pretty awesome.
2: That's pretty awesome. I'm
1: liking it, I'm liking it.
2: You I'm know. not complaining.
1: That kinda of happened with me and and intermediate, like there was a lot of kids named Thomas. Mm-hmm. And this one kid named Rex Guardian, he's like, What's your last name? I was like, Dieter, that's your name. Because there's so many Thomases and Toms. and It's so now like people after school, like after graduating high school, still call me Dieter. And
2: the only people who even call me by my first name are family members. It's weird. You know, It also with my name, Adam Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, I can always tell. You can. I remember it was one time I was in one of my college classes. the Teacher's calling roll, very first day of class, and uh, you know you're just sitting there, and she's like Adam Jones, and raised my hand, and some dude in the corner just like his head just slingshots right towards me, looks at me, and like you know I was like okay, I can,
0: <laughs> well I could, I knew
2: right away. Uh, but, I mean you can kind of look at him and see he was kind of like a rocker type guy, you mm-hmm. know, but I knew right away he was a Tool fan because the guitarist of Tool. Is Adam Jones. Jones. Oh, okay. Oh I remember God. I found that out. I was like 14 or 15 watching like MTVs 120 minutes yeah. when they're doing like Lollapalooza stuff. Yeah. And like they're interviewing him. I'm like, oh my God, he has my name. <laughs> then now I can tell there's a, foot, a professional football player. He used to play for the Dallas Cowboys, Pac Man Jones, Pac-Man Jones mm-hmm. or Adam Jones. Hmm. And there's also a Baltimore Oriole player named Adam Jones. So depending. Well, it's his nickname. I don't know what anybody i don't know if he has one uh, all i know is depending on that it's
0: a cartoon character
2: <laughs> you never know but depending on who i'm around or whatnot when they hear my name you can always see somebody's eyes light up like they're about to tell you a story <laughs> and whether i'm a, i'm always curious to try to figure out if it's a football baseball or tool story
0: <laughs> they're probably thinking they're gonna t- have a story to tell when they meet you but then they find <laughs> out you're not really
2: Famous. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that. I'm not that Adam Jones. Nope. Oh Jesus. Well, guys,
0: I gotta tell you, episode ten was a wreck.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: The intro is pretty intense, man. It, it
0: kinda... came out like a hard, large turd. I had to push and push and push
1: and a nut and finally I'll, came
0: and it was a bloody mess by the end of it but i'm feeling a lot better now
1: I'm way into this show <laughs>
2: <laughs> so how did you start to like get into like making buttons and stuff like well when i back in like 97 was like the height like this is this is gonna be a long story to get to your answer. Your simple question, yeah.
0: <laughs> We've got an hour,
2: <laughs> but back in '97 was like the real big height. I was really big into like pop, punk rock, and stuff, and that was the height of like the compilations that were coming out. You mm-hmm. know, like twenty bands on a CD for like five bucks and stuff like that, or ten bucks, and or a
0: cassette so, for two fifty.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I had this. I had some money saved up, and I decided I was going to put out a compilation CD. So I ended up it took me. a... I think, from start to finish, it took about six months of getting bands on there and whatnot. I had no clue what I was doing, but finally, I got it get it together and put out like created a little record label, put it on there, and put it out, and sold some of them and used that money and i started got into selling other people's records because it's a lot easier to make money selling records people want mm-hmm. you know for a smaller person smaller markup than selling your own stuff Right. and uh, from there, I used that money. I was always, uh, like, I say, being in the punk rock scene. I always loved buttons. I would always buy buttons from bands, uh, order them, you know, from record labels or whatnot. Put them on my backpack, my hoodie, or whatever. And so finally, I was just curious, like, what is the button made of? So I ended up tearing it apart. Like, i had a button that was old, starting to rust. I'm like, it's not going to hurt me to. I don't. I don't need this button. I can sacrifice it for the good of whatever. And so I just got a pair of pliers, and I just and I could kind of roughly see how it was put together. And I got a pair of pliers, and I just pulled it apart. And it's like there's nothing to this. And uh, I just decided I was going to look into what it to, how to make buttons. And back then there's only a couple button makers around because you would see their ads in magazines and stuff. And so I did some research and found a place that sells button machines, and spent 500 bucks to buy a. I got a credit card. A business – they gave me a business credit card. Thank you, Capital One. Suckers. Yeah. <laughs> I paid it off every time. I've never been late. But uh Capital One gave me a business credit card with like a $500 limit. Mm-hmm. And I put like $496 on there to buy my first button Damn. maker. And I think I bought – Pushed it to the limit. 2,000 button parts. Right. I was ambitious. and uh, Very. And so uh, – and I had like a sh- the biggest thing was trying to figure out how to – I had no graphic design background, no nothing, but I had a bought a computer that had this printer that had this cheesy little design software mm-hmm. that you could draw circles, and then you could center two circles in, in it, so you can kind of line up your design in the center. Right. And then I figured out that that's perfect for buttons, and I used that to figure out like I would practice laying out buttons before I even bought anything. Right, and then I bought my button maker, and I. Back in the MySpace days, I think... Uh, I remember those days. Within, <laughs> I think it was within, like, four hours of my button maker getting to my house. Mm-hmm. I had gotten my first order from some band I just emailed on MySpace. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty good. Great. It was, it was only order 50, but it was just like, all oh, right, this could work. Were and, they a repeat customer? Uh, I think they ordered two other times. That's pretty Sweet, awesome. Sweet, but... Uh, What band? The Dallians. The Dallians. Thing is D I A.
0: They're all dead now. They died in a bus accident. I think they were from. Yeah, caught fire. (laughs) They they got one of those like uh those Ford uh Econo liners or whatever. Yeah. Fucking rolled it off a cliff. Fucking exploded. (laughs) Band equipment
2: everywhere. Your face
0: is turning red. People are dead. You're
2: fucking,
0: fucking
2: lying. dead. <laughs> I mean, Somebody's gonna be from them. It's like, hey, we didn't die. We are very much
1: and it, alive and selling fine. And a guy runs out and he's on fire.
2: But yeah,
0: the, the guitar player's hands got chopped off.
2: I think they're from Arizona or somewhere over there, near the West Coast. And uh, they said, "Oh yeah, we always wanted buttons, so we just didn't know where to get them." And I just happened to email them, and they're like, "Yes." So, they emailed me a design, and I think I had their order in the mail. I think the, the next day or the day after, because I went and printed the buttons the next, day, you know, the next day, and then made them, and nice did it really quick because I was really excited.
0: Did they email the design to you?
2: Yes. Yeah, that was cool. still. They granted,
0: fax them over. No,
2: no. I mean, granted, looking, I have, I, I keep, I keep a copy. I've kept a copy of every button I've ever made. Mm-hmm. And looking back, the design was slightly pixelated, which I don't know if that was due to my poor printing skills or to their design they sent me. But also, like I say, that was back in, like, 99. when I mean, emails could handle some files, but, of course, your dial-up was not the strongest. It would
0: take, like, three hours to get an email out.
2: Yeah, exactly, so, you know, especially yeah. if something of def- decent... I mean, it was a black and white design, so that's saved on file size. It was like
0: two megs. And it, it probably was, yeah. Yahoo takes it and they're like, what the fuck? This guy, two megs.
1: So that was like your, your first order and you were like, this is awesome. So you got two other orders after that. So like after you did that, was it like you knew this is, you knew this is what you really wanted to do?
2: Oh, I, well, yes, because one, like I said, I love buttons whenever I was a fan of bands. Mm-hmm. Then also whenever it's, to me, even now, I can say even with some of the Gabe stuff, with the amount of detail that you, you think that the, the button size I started off with was a one-inch button, which is mm-hmm. roughly the size of a quarter. Mm-hmm. The amount of detail I've seen, and then I know that, Dave's, that Gabe's put on some of his buttons, it's crazy if you think of the size of it. And it really – I mean to me, when I see something new and that's like I didn't think that was possible or that is so cool. You know, it, every time we get a design, even our simple design, sometimes like that looks really cool on that. Just, you know, for the simple fact of it. <clears throat> and also what was cool was bands would send me CDs with their orders. So I've got – I would get tons of CDs of wow. bands I probably never would have heard of before. and. Uh, and others, one band from of California. I wasn't really a big fan of their music, but they're called the Knives. Mm-hmm. But they ordered for me probably a dozen or so times, and nice. uh, and they, you know, they. I remember one time they sent me like a, a glossy eight by ten band photo. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, they I
1: shrink it down.
2: Well, it, it was just like their promos that they would send out, like when you when you're sending out like press kits to clubs yeah, or yeah. to record labels. That's what you would put in there. And they kind of had like a quasi glam look to them. Yikes. Oh god! But uh, what well, you got to think? You know, some of that. You know, the with music now, you know, you can do the sh- kind of the glam or like the dressing up, and people will like you just for that, whether your music sucks or not.
0: Mm, I don't know. But there's no excuse for glam.
2: But yeah, like I say, just the the. What people can fit on a button, and the, just the different images and different thoughts. Like I say, I cannot draw to save my life. Mm-hmm. So the fact to see what other people come up with and whatnot it amazes me.
1: So have you ever like designed like like an actual like picture and a button, like drew or whatever?
2: I've never drawn a button, but I did. Have, I did used to have a large collection of like like uh, fonts that were like pictures or different designs and whatnot and i wingdings I, it wasn't wingdings i can't dingbats. i i know if i can remember the name of it i would totally get it again because it's on an old hard drive which i think has since crashed but uh yeah it was just like it had random stuff like one of them was like godzilla holding an airplane hmm. uh, yeah wow um, that's cool a television like a weird like 50s looking television uh i mean it had tons of stuff and uh there's a, actually a local Houston band called Little Compass mm-hmm. that I've made buttons for them quite a few times. And one time uh, we were designing a button and we used that Godzilla logo.
1: That is awesome. And, uh, I'm obsessed with Godzilla.
2: Oh, yeah, it was the greatest font because it, it, there's three different versions of it and each one had something different in there. And uh, it was just really cool. I mean, it gave, like for me, like I who can't design anything, I could mm-hmm. use that to my advantage because some people had never seen it and there's another band out of i want to say virginia or washington dc somewhere east Coastish mm-hmm. called three-star china that they ordered buttons for me quite a few times and i actually um when i did cds i did a a, a cdr release uh of a band where i created where i f- I've seen it done before, but I did it for this one where it's like a—it's a special bag that that's open, like it folds in half. But when you open it up, right in the middle, you can slide stuff to the left or to the right, like mm-hmm. a CD, like kind of like a double, like a double vinyl yeah. gatefold. But instead of opening on the ends, open in the middle. And I made a CD in like I did a CD uh, CDR release with that, and they had a copy of it, and I designed the cover to their CD using that same font with just different stuff.
1: Dude, that's pretty cool.
0: Wow. Dude, uh, one time, like right after, I think it was after I got my first order, I I went to this show, um, and it was off. And I think it was at... uh... Shit, I can't remember. It might have been warehouse live or something i don't know anyway i went to see off pretty big punk man yeah. uh and right he's making buttons as i try to tell my story anyway uh <laughs> i made i uh, i took a hand uh, a pocket full of buttons with me and right after they played their last song and the lights the lights turned on I turned around started walking out and I dumped my whole pocket full of buttons on the on the ground and you'd think that I dropped like 100 dollar bills cuz like people were diving for them all these kids and uh later like years later uh I was talking to my friend Bucky and he told me after that show uh, it might have i don't know if it was that show or the year after when they came back but uh the guitar player was like hey check these out and like he he had three of my buttons in his oh, hand that's awesome and uh Bucky was like oh yeah that's gabe dieter i have some of his stuff and like i don't know it's pretty funny
2: that is pretty awesome dude
1: it's pretty awesome like some guy I don't even know
0: people love buttons though they it's do fucking crazy
1: like like um because I, I love work. buttons I love
0: buttons. I mean,
1: it's, like it's speaking of that, like cuz like since I work for the school district and I see like kids like all day and I swear to you every other kid that has like a backpack, you know, has buttons on their backpack. Like
2: like completely like
1: a lot of buttons on their
2: backpack. Yeah. That's That's it's, what I when I was in college, that's how you that's how you make friends is people who like the same band, see your buttons on your backpack. Yeah. It's like I didn't know like say I was You know, I didn't really, you know, I went to University of Houston Clear Lake, so I had just went to the cheapo, you know, school because that's all I could afford. But it was, you can make friends easy. Like, hey, oh, you like less than Jake? Yeah. You know, nobody ever said that. Hey, hey, hey. You had no friends in college. Hey, less than Jake was a good band back in the day. (laughs) Not necessarily a fan of the newer stuff, but the old less than Jake I really dig. Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: I'm not. I'm not dissing. I'm just saying. It they, sounded like you fucking were. suck. Um, nah, I, I had one of their CDs at one point for
2: a short amount of time. I did make a friend with that button. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how does this thing work? Like, like I'm watching you do it, and it just
0: describe it's, it in uh, detail for the people it. listening at home.
2: Right? <laughs> There's a dome-shaped piece for uh-huh. the button that basically makes. The shape of the button. Right. It's called a. This is called a. It's like um, a
0: silver cap. Yes.
2: Yes. It's called a shell. I blanked on that man. Wow, I'm getting old. No, yeah, it's called a shell, Uh and uh, the button machine has three dies. Right. It's got a die that you put the shell in, a die that you put the collet in, which is the back part. Like the ring. Yes. Yeah. This it's like a little ring. Mm -hmm. Um. That. Uh. What. What it does in conjunction with the shell, the design, and the plastic mylar over the top, the collet comes together and with the shell, and once it's crimped, it holds it together. Right. And the the collet, I know your listeners at home cannot see. It's a ring, but it's like a, it has like a bevel, like it's at a pitch. Yeah. So whenever mm-hmm. whenever it holds it it holds it in there where it kind of makes a a tight fit. Right. So same thing with the. The thickness of your paper and the thickness of the plastics also helps hold it. If that's too thick, sometimes it will not, mm-hmm. it will crimp. Uh, if it's too thin, sometimes you'll get rippling around the edges because it's not pulled tight. Right. But uh, yeah, it just has these dies, and the top die, if you like in the current position, will go up like right. this. But when you flip it to this other, it stops it. The, mm-hmm. the, when it's in this position the design mm-hmm. the shell the design and the plastic piece get trapped up inside the upper die right and then when you put the collet piece in there to finish to seal it up uh, that's whenever you go to when you do it the everything the die goes up mm-hmm. to allow everything to press together wow dude that's amazing pretty
0: cool it's a pretty intricate process but it looks like it'd be fun while you're watching tv or something to build yeah. a thousand buttons
2: Ah, uh, yeah <laughs> my biggest button order i ever did mm-hmm. was 7500 buttons Whoa. wow
0: yeah how long did that take
2: if you roughly figure it takes at the time when i was doing it you didn't
0: it, have this machine did you
2: i had an older version of this machine but it worked okay. pretty much the same But um, once the designs are cut out of the paper, I can – if I'm on a good roll, I can do 200 to 250 buttons an hour just pressing them. Wow. And so a lot of times I would have uh, – 7,500, that's – how many hours is that? That's a lot of hours. That's a lot
0: of hours. I I think
1: every two hours is 500, so do the math. Every four four hours hours is is 1,000. so what's four times seven? Twenty eight plus the yeah. hundred
2: twenty Yeah it was thirty hours? Yeah, it was a lot. Damn. Like how say, much I, did that pay? I don't see I don't even remember how much it was. Uh I can do a rough calculation. But it of bought it.
0: the Jaguar in the driveway.
2: <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Not a Jaguar, but you know. Let's see seventy five. While you're
1: right? looking that up.
2: I'll just do a quick math.
1: You know what really sounds cool? What? Getting a skateboard with
2: awesome designs on it.
1: Dude, that's what I'm talking about.
0: If you if you're into skating especially or into screen printing as an art form, Donkey Paw screen printing is your people. <laughs> <laughs> they is your people. They're your people, ma'am. They uh they're located downtown at uh, twenty ten commerce. Walk ins are welcome. They do banners, t shirts, patches, hats. Even fucking skateboards, they do, they do a lot of shit with screen printing. I didn't realize you could do all that.
1: Yeah, it sounds pretty crazy. But
0: anyway, they have a fucking mini ramp in their warehouse.
1: Dude, how awesome is that? I've been there. Really? Yeah. Was it pretty bad? It like, what's it look like on the inside?
0: Uh, looks like a skater opened a screen printing shop. Really? Yeah. It's pretty badass. Was he I mean, a
2: skater? Because that seems totally plausible. I mean,
0: I think, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> his dude, his name's Randy. I mean, does Randy, like the Randy, the yeah. Randy the skateboarder. Yeah,
2: skateboarder. Everybody knows Randy the skateboarder. skateboarder.
0: Anyway, he did my screens, which produce my merch, my T-shirts, and all that. Which
1: so. all of them come out pretty clean. So yeah. it's not like yeah. it's they're, not like low quality. It's very high
2: quality.
0: Premium. I mean, they're professional grade screens. So. Right.
2: And if you don't want to screen it yourself, Randy can screen it for Randy you. Randy
0: screens everything. Randy does it all. So talk to Randy. He's super easy to work for, work with. He'll work with you mm-hmm. to do whatever you want done. So it's what's the number you call? 713 732 6935. That's at donkeypaw.com. And you can reach him at donkeypaw at yahoo.com.
1: Buy some screens, bitches.
0: No, don't buy screens. Buy t-shirts, banners, <laughs> patches, hats, skateboards, skateboards, anything you want. If they can screen print it, they'll they'll do it. Donkey paw screen printing. And I'm also brought to you by <laughs> the guy in front of me. He's hooking me up with some buttons right now. LoneStarButtons.com for all your Lone Star button needs. Uh. You can get in touch with him at info at com, or if you're real psycho, tell him you want to lick his hairy tits. At 281-798, I'm not even looking at him, 1996. He's Houston-based. He does some high-quality shit at a reasonable cost. He has multiple sizes available. He's been doing this shit for 16 years already. So he's good at what he does.
2: I really need not figure out how to record my own commercial and just give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> right out the lines and are you are underlines. you dissatisfied i am not dissatisfied <laughs> just
1: just a little worried you still
2: look at me when you do my commercial you need to look me in the eye i can't do it i can feel it
0: can't do it lick your hairy tits <laughs> you really should listen to episode nine that uh yeah
1: you really need to. He's looking oh, at his God. nipples. Oh, he's whipping it out.
0: I gotta use that. I gotta use that as the uh, the cover. Oh the yeah, episode.
1: ladies and gentlemen, we just had some nudity on the show. All
0: right, my first titty. <laughs> was it the first? Yeah, I've never seen it turn red. Ugh. Yeah, and it was, was not the... covered in hair, but it was surrounded by exactly. hair. Exactly, like a like a palm tree in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what that means (laughs) oh my fucking face hurts from smiling anyway guys
2: i am fogging up
0: over here we're uh we're having fun i hope you're enjoying the button talk what what else should we talk about we got to get off buttons for a minute
1: yeah um
0: tom do do you want to talk about your experience today
1: Oh man, do I, do I really, do you really want to? It's up talk to about you, me? man. If
0: you don't want to, you don't have to. Well,
1: I had a fucking crazy experience in court today. I, uh, I uh, apparently missed my court date, but I went there the day after my court date. And uh, yeah, I got two microphones in my face.
2: <laughs> it's very phallic from this angle. Yeah, <laughs> really. Do.
1: Um, I feel like a porn star now. But um, um, well, I uh, got arrested
2: today. Oh, so this reminds you of prison. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got. I
1: <laughs> <a fucking>
0: <laughs> that was a shot and a good shot. Below the bell. Just, just talking to the mic. I'll take my own mic back.
1: Thank you. Oh. <laughs> um. No, I got arrested today in court. Because you I, missed your court date. I missed my court date. Your due bonds, to, but due to the bail bonds, because the um, the the court issued me a court date on the 29th. And The bail bonds people know they made a they made a uh, a glitch, and it's on the thirtieth because they're looking at it on the website. This is what they told me on the phone. So I show up to court, and I don't hear my name being called during roll call. So I go up and I was like, I didn't get called. And so the bailiff, he looks me up on the computer and he goes, Oh no, you're supposed to be here yesterday. Come with me, sir. And I go, Oh shit So I go in his room full of cell it looks like you know, like all these like metal doors with like the big windows on them and stuff. So I'm like, Oh shit What the fuck do I do? And so um I got handcuffed, and um, I got treated like wretched shit, <laughs> and I was like, all I was trying to do was plea out, all I was trying to do was <laughs> plea out, is my lawyer here? <laughs> and so it happened to be my lawyer had another client that had to go to the same court that day, and I, um, I pled out, but I stayed there for God only knows how long. Which was only supposed to be in and out type thing, and man, it was it was pretty tell crappy. Him, tell them how you reached your phone. <laughs> oh God! Well, when I got handcuffed,
2: is I this going hand- to get him arrested again for breaking uh, protocol? No, 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 no. <laughs> don't let him incriminate himself.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to incriminate myself. It's already it's already said and done. Um, they they gave me these like crazy shackles, like they shackled my 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 legs by my ankles together and had a long chain connecting me by my hands so like my my hands were like kind of close to my dick <laughs> so i couldn't really pick him up and so before he hang before he handcuffed me he pulled all of my uh, my belongings out of my pockets my cell phone and my uh, my wallet i mean it was like and they they kind of just let me sit on this like metal bench and so there was like a table that was like across from me and there was a phone to my right, but it was like a little bit higher than the bench, but I still couldn't reach it. So I was like I so I wait for the, the bailiff to leave to go back into the courtroom and I'm there by myself and I'm like looking around and so I hobble over there and <laughs> I, I like like I'm like I'm like reaching my dick over the table to try to get my phone. And so I get the phone and I hobble back over and so I, I unlock my phone. And I, I was like, I need to call Gabe. <laughs> I need to call Gabe. <laughs> the first person I'm I call is Gabe. <laughs> He's at work, and so I, I look at his number, and and so I, I, so how I got the phone is I had to pick up my legs, like like I'm putting my legs in guard, like so my. My whole, like, half my body is expended in air, and I'm like suffering and sweating, and just like, oh, 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 I'm too fat for this. So I get the phone and I dial and I call Gabe, and like, my head's down near my crotch, trying to like talk to Gabe. And, um, and I tell him, like, dude, I'm about to get, (laughs) I just got arrested at court because apparently they fucked up my court date, and he's like, what? And I was like, yeah. So the phone
0: rings from a weird number, and I'm like, "Uh, should I answer this?" It's probably T-Mobile asking for my phone payment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so, I was so I scared. It. Like like have, there was like another wall, but it was like clear glass wall, you know, like you know when you go visit prisoners, and you have to sit in that little booth thing and you go talk to someone on the phone. Well, on the other side of that, there are prisoners going there for court. And they were, like, looking at me, and they are all black and huge and big. And I was like, <laughs> uh, I'm not getting arrested. I ain't going to jail. No, no, I don't give a damn. <laughs> oh, man, I was... Not my ass. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was the first time in a long time I was actually kind of frightened. Because I've never been... I have never been put in jail. I've never been arrested. You know, I never had, like, that, like chill, go down your spine go, Oh shit. I'm about to I'm about
2: to be in Harris County jail. <laughs>
1: <Hell>, shit
2: <laughs> You know? I'm assuming it's... this is for some minor invi- minor violation. No, it's a class A misdemeanor is what I got. But still they It's not a minor violation. But, you probably uh, don't want
0: to go into the why. Well it,
2: it's, it's what just... the fact that they shackled you. Like you're a murderer Yeah, a... they they treated me
1: <laughs> they treated me like I was like this high profile, like Felon, like I'm getting ready to escape so put and a fucking kill everybody vest on you and a bag over your head, dude. I'm surprised <laughs> they did. Those
2: bags where you can't spit on the bailiff or the judge or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those like see-through, like clear-looking bags. <laughs> oh, and so the judge finally lets me go see her. And usually, like the judge will let you get up close to the stand, and they like they had me walk out there in handcuffs. You know, I'm walking out like this, and there's like the people that I was sitting with, were, like looking at me like, "What the fuck?" You know, and I'm walking out there, and and no, and those handcuffs, you can't stand up straight. There's no standing up like straight. I'm like all like hunched over, and um, they're like, "Well, are you are you? What are you pleading?" I was like, "I'm pleading guilty," and I got no probation, thank God, <laughs> and and I signed my paperwork, and I had a, I had a pay some like stupid fine but long story short is like once once they know that you're gonna plead guilty our fucking justice system's fucked up they treat you like shit and no wonder you have like repeated offenders because like you really can't fucking do anything else after you get like a record it's Mm -hmm. fucked up you know so everybody just points the finger at you and just automatically thinks that you're just a walking fucking piece of shit because everybody else treats you like that you know just trickle down man it's fucking crazy so that's enough of my rant for the day but fight the power fight the power brother
2: <laughs> <Right. Yeah. sighs> should we pull the shackles out of the bathroom right now and <laughs> go no 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 man i don't <laughs> ever want to be handcuffed again it's okay they're fuzzy
1: now now nah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and and you know when they handcuff you they don't, like, let it make a... It co- oh, yeah. They, yeah. Oh, man. They make... Like, dang.
0: Do you have bruises? Uh, I don't
1: know. Do I have bruises? No marks? I have a little mark right here. Well, no marks. Nope. So the, you got that tough shark skin, I guess. The, but there was another guy. It happened to, this, happened to another guy. He was supposed to come in the same court date that I was supposed to come in to. But it was another... It was another Bell Bonds company did the same thing to him. The Bell Bonds the company told him, well, no, you're supposed to come in on this date. I, like was, I wonder if that happens every day. Yeah, it's like the Bell I mean, like, did anybody lose? And I called, I called the Bell Bonds company, and they told me, well, you should have been keeping track of your date. But you told me the day I was supposed to go to court. You told me, no, the court is wrong because they reissued it. And I said, you come on this day. Damn. I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Do they me? get
2: paid again if you have to bail you out a second time? Yeah,
1: and oh, <laughs> oh guess what? They were going to jack if the, if I wasn't going to plea out and was going to plea out and I was going to have to go to jail, like, you know, go to jail and bail me out, my bomb would have been $20,000. What? $30,000 or something like crazy like that. Like ridiculous amount of money. It sounds because
2: like, it sounds the, like a racket like they're trying to yeah, trying well, to make money. Well, yeah, you know, that, They're, both ends, they're that...
1: like, they're like, they're trying to like help each other out or something, you know?
0: A bail bonds is pretty much a loan shark, right?
1: Basically, basically, yeah. They give you money. You, to you, you can't get out bail of jail. yourself out, so. but, you wanna, but you can if, if you have the if money. If you have the money, but you want to know something funny though, mm-hmm. I didn't actually finish paying the bail bonds company off, so I kind of fucked them to begin with. Really? <laughs> yeah, because now since everything is done, I don't have to pay them anything. Huh? So I was like, yeah gotcha bitches but they got all their money back anyway right just not your fee just not my fee okay which is not a big deal to them they're just i mean basically what a bell bond what a bell bonds company does is saying well we're we're gonna take we're gonna you know if this guy comes up missing we'll give you the money if we can't find him they don't take any money. There's no money exchanged, except the only money you get exchanged is between me giving my fee, or if I decide to skip town and not come back and they can't find me, then they have to pay the county the money. Or your cosigner. Or my cosigner has to for- forfeit the money, the money. Or yeah. forfeit something of equal value. Yeah. Or.
0: They send Dog the Bounty Hunter on your
1: ass. (laughs) Well, I don't
0: know how that works. How do do
1: you you pay a bounty? Bounty Hunter's a felon. Uh Yes. And you know the reason why he can't carry a gun gun. because he's a felon. Yeah. And I was talking to an actual like Bounty Hunter, and he's saying that dude's a that dude's horseshit. Like that. That show is so scripted. You, yeah, it's all stage. It's like fucking crazy scripted. And he was like, if you're an actual like, I mean, they they own a bell bonds company. They actually have people that actually go out and actually have weapons.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have paintball guns on that show. Yeah, but the, no, his company. Mace, right? but his
1: company has other yeah. like bounty hunters who actually have weapons, like you know, and what was explained to me, he's like. You know, you really can't, I mean, you really can't go out and try to, because these people are running. These people aren't, are are going to fucking really try to not let you, let them take you. So no pepper ball or mace, anybody can carry a mace or a pepper ball gun. No one's going to just say, oh, I give up and and have a thank you and come to Jesus talk after you, take <laughs> before you put him in jail, you know.
0: You need people, a cigarette, brother. <laughs>
1: That, that's what he does. Wow. He's like, like <laughs> who would think about it? If that's I'm good. running, if I'm running from 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 getting arrested, what makes mm-hmm. me think I want to have a fucking cigarette with this dude? Is just arrest me, <laughs> putting me in jail.
0: And he has fucking bleach blonde hair,
1: and his wife has like like these long fake nails, huge titties. That like, you know, and she always wears
0: her, stilettos. Her tits are out of control. Like dude,
2: those things are huge. Out of control. You know. Uh, Kind of on the subject, off the subject, at the Pasadena Convention Center or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I went and saw like a minor wrestling event there. Mm-hmm. They're and,
0: having another one, and one of on them, your birthday,
2: and one of them was Dog the Bounty Hunter. Like what? A, a guy was like,
1: oh, dressed like, like Dog the Bounty his, Hunter as a character? and his
2: ring manager girl Holy was dressed shit. like his wife. Shit, that's Dude, I crazy. I, it wasn't Dog the Bounty Hunter, but it was something very similar, and it was ridiculous. I'm like. <laughs> wow it's a fucking circus dude man. you
1: also want to know else dude no else is no no who's in pasadena tonight
2: who bridget's midget yeah she's oh, been in, she's yeah. been at mo- uh, was it moments
1: yeah no. i want to that she's there till like i think the 31st i actually want to go see her
2: that is not the first time she's been there because i've seen that she's, sign no,
1: she comes she comes to pasadena every year i want to see her that's I, fucking crazy
2: i had a friend a friend put pasadena a, is on your porn
0: tour that's Dude. crazy. Dude, hey, she it midget. was a
2: couple years ago that I saw her on that sign mm-hmm. and uh a buddy of mine went to this one and took a picture with her. Oh really?
1: Dude, I actually like I hear like she's actually a pretty cool chick. Like she's actually like kinda cool.
0: I think a lot of porn chicks are, you know? But they're a lot of a lot
1: of porn chicks are pretty fucked up too. Yeah, they're all there.
2: fucked up, but I mean it doesn't mean they're not nice. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, and I don't think she really does a whole lot of porn anymore. I think she mainly... I think she,
1: I think she retired.
2: I think she mainly does... Cause it, she has a radio show. From what I understand, like, a lot of these people, they can do these, these uh, strip club tours mm-hmm. where they get paid like a ridiculous amount of money... Just to show up and hang out. You Show up, and I, I don't yeah. know if she does a full strip tease or what, but yeah, they do. The, they can do the... They can I want to go see to, it. <laughs> you know, they can go and think about it. Just same thing, like you said, oh, I want to go. Right. Exactly. People who aren't normally going to go there are going to show up just to see her. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. their beer and alcohol sales are going to go through the roof along with, you know, some people might become repeat customers, you know, just because, hey, <laughs> I,
1: I got mean, a boner here. I'm coming back. I mean, I've never personally been in that club. hmm You know, but I don't. I don't really ever see myself going in there because it looks pretty slummy. For any other reason, (laughs) like, oh, let me come back here and hang out and watch nasty bitches take off their clothes.
0: I don't know anything about it. I plead ignorant on all of that shit. (laughs) I did, however, my only contact, and not even contact with strippers, but. I, w- I was doing a table show at a uh, uh, Whole Foods, and I swear to God, like there were Whole Foods. there were these women that were—I mean, multiple women, not all together, but at different times—they all went in there, and uh, they had—they were like super fit and muscular, but you know, they looked like dancers, mm-hmm. and they had uh, bruises on their legs. I was like, holy shit. I bet all these girls are strippers that come here. Strippers have to eat. Well, yeah. And, I mean, they well, look the, really healthy, you know? Like I'm
2: pretty sure that well, they they do those pole dancing classes. I'm pretty sure that is like Dude, have you actually one seen hell of a workout. some of the
1: women that actually like like get on those poles and do some crazy stuff? They're not they're not fat. They're in pretty good shape. Yeah. That takes a lot of core.
0: Dude, I saw there was a a story on Facebook or something today. Where uh, one of those girls, it was like some pole dancing competition or something. Oh, yeah. World's and her, pole she dancer. had like crazy abs. abs.
1: And she was like extending herself out like Like crazy. she was... Uh... Like a flag.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like where yeah. feet was like
1: hanging out like that, like a flag.
0: Yeah. Totally. It's
1: like, it's crazy.
0: This show went in a weird direction.
1: Yeah, about pole dancing. <laughs> hey, we
2: wanted to change the subject, w- though. W- what is
1: this Are you doing? What...
2: With the uh, with the one inch buttons, the uh, back the pins on the back don't come pre assembled. Mm-hmm. You have to insert the pins as a separate. At the after you've already made it, you have to ins- insert the pins because just the design of them, you can't really fit. Like a standard button already has the pin built into the back. Mm-hmm. These you just can't really.
1: May I, may I check them out? Yeah. Or I mean... is it, which ones had the pins? All those. Don't touch it. Um, I'm just lining, <laughs> I'm just lining
2: them up because, like, I say, it's about the size of a, they're a one inch button. As you can see, these squares are one inch squares on, and Gabe's fancy little cutting mat. Cutting mat, yeah. So I'm just kind of lining them up in each little square.
1: These it, are pretty cool, man. Like, it,
2: that was the first one of the first things. Whenever I started trying to figure out how buttons were made, I would always pull the pin out, pull yeah. the pin out, put the pin back in.
1: Not all buttons
0: were made that way, right? No, most most of them. Did that. I show you the vintage buttons
2: I, I just got? You did not show me your vintage uh, buttons.
0: Hold on, you guys talk amongst
2: yourselves. I'll be right back. Because <laughs> I know, like, they they make them different ways. Yeah. The uh, larger sizes, Stay on the yeah, got it. <laughs> the large, pretty much anything. Uh, larger sizes can have this style of pin, right? But most of them have the uh, style that um, the pen is already built into the. Where this has the collet that holds the design in, right. there's a full back that has the pin built in. Right. Which if we pull one of Gabe's inch and a half pins off his little uh, button mat he has hanging on his wall. Yeah. Those inch and a half, those have the solid pin, the pin that's already built into the back of so, it. So,
1: like, you would already have it built in when you buy the piece, and you would just you would just have to press it together, right? Yes.
2: And with, the, like with these, I don't have to worry about the orientation of the design, because the uh, designs will... Uh, because this, turn,
1: like, I, I was like, saw, yes. you can,
2: you can rotate it." You, it. Yes, yeah. but with the anything bigger, those pins, you actually have to line up. You have to, yeah, because a lot of times, what you do, you have a little mark on your printing. At you the mount
0: point. it at the same time, right? As you line it up,
2: yeah. What it is on your when you you just make sure you line that spot up on your dot di- on the dies on the button maker, right? At the same, so typically, what I do is, uh, is if. I'll put the button in the design in there as if I'm looking at it right side up, right. And so I know it's top dead center. Mm-hmm. And like I say, but sometimes some designs are one of those that it can go either way. But when you print them, you put a little like little black print on top. Mm-hmm. So when you do it, you don't really have to even concentrate. You just have to kind of line up that black mark on the top. Did I do that? You did not. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have. Well, you use the template dude. that you use should have it on there, but I think you get rid of it. Yeah, but most of your stuff has been pretty easy to line up. Um, so that's not much of it. There is some designs that are kind of some people deliberately put them kind of cockeyed, yeah. and that's how they want them. And so with that, you really you know. It, plus, if I know which way you already want it to be lined up, it yeah. just makes it easier on me. Okay. But
0: um, well, I'll remember that for next time. But Check out those buttons.
2: Yeah, these are two and a quarter inch buttons. I mean, one and a quarter inch buttons. Oh wow, the police journey. Wow, an old <laughs> school. I mean, fuck the police. Yeah, because like I say, these are inch and a quarter buttons, uh, and they do have the the pin built into the the, mm-hmm. in the back piece. That's what you
1: were talking about earlier, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, because the back piece has the pin, or you have the little slots for the pin. Like I say with this, the pin has a little wiggle room. So as long as you come close to this, to this top and whatnot, you can always adjust it a little bit.
1: So with like different sizes of buttons and stuff, besides like the pin itself, is there any way? Is do you have? Is there like anything else different that you have to do with like each like size of the button? No. So it's like all the same process no matter the size of the button. Correct. What's the biggest button you've made?
2: The biggest buttons I can make are two and a quarter inch buttons, and that is the universal, like most popular button size known like
1: to be. Normal like size like that.
2: Yeah, uh, it's probably gotta roll of tape here. It's smaller than that. Where do you have your bottle openers? Get that one, the bottom, yeah, the one. bottom left one.
1: Oh, okay. yeah, 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 like a, oh, that's yeah my, I like
2: it. Yeah, that's well band. I made that button. Mm-hmm.
1: Those look like like, some, like a ghost like the normal size work. like Ghostbuster symbol would actually like fit perfect in.
2: Yeah, no, I mean like I said, that's the typically that's like your standard campaign button that somebody running for elected position would have, and that's just been the most popular button size over the years. And I don't know, I haven't done my button research of the history of the reason for the size, but uh, that that size is just been known as the most common size. Mm-hmm. Now the largest button. Maker that I that I know is available is a six inch button.
0: Damn, that's fucking huge.
2: Yeah, well, a lot of times what they do, one thing they they offer with it is a uh, a punch where you can punch the middle out and put a clock. Oh, a clock uh,
0: sundial. Just kidding.
2: Whatever the you know where you put the battery, whatever that part's called, you know, Mm -hmm. like you mount that to the back and you screw it on there, and you can turn it like have a picture as a clock of like your grandson or whatever you know
0: it's so weird we're doing like a niche specific show I feel like uh it's like the time life music paid programming thing <laughs> where it's like uh I don't know members of an old band like talking about <laughs> I don't know the music industry
2: I was listening I was just listening to a podcast the other day uh music podcast and i don't know if you ever remember a band called pinhead circus i recognize the name they're a band from colorado like they had they had their run in the night in the 90s as like a lot of those other pop punk bands yeah and like they had like bands like afi and alkaline trio open for them oh okay and then now all those other bands are huge yeah but the guy was interviewing one of the uh old the one of the members of pinhead circus and they're talking about their old touring times and it was the same thing, it would just listen to him, just him tell stories after stories of yeah. tours and it's like reminiscing back to the nineties.
0: You probably don't have any crazy button ma- button making stories. Me? Yeah.
2: I've had a few I've had a few people be very upset because they've claimed to have canceled their order their button orders on me. What? I had one guy what was it? I still have all the buttons too. I think it was, it was like a hand holding money, and it said like "hustler convention" or something on there. What? Yeah, the guy ordered a hundred buttons, and I made them. I shipped them to him, and when he got them, he goes, "I I canceled this order." I mean, he was like irate that he got his buttons.
1: But and
2: he I, already paid you, right? Yeah, he pay. Yeah, yeah, because you prepay. I mean, I have like a PayPal uh, thing mm-hmm. on my website. I mean, this was back when I, you know, probably. 10, 15, 10, 14, 13 years ago. Um, PayPal back then? Yeah. Damn. That was the early days of PayPal, whenever they were easy to deal with. Um, but no, yeah, he ordered buttons, and he got them. He's like, I canceled this order. I don't uh, – I mean, he was just – I mean, he not only did he, he sent me an email, but he called me and like just was like irate on the phone. And I just let him vent, and I said <laughs> – Take the package to your Sir,
0: post. Sir, you can suck on my hairy tits. Well, it, <laughs> Hang up <at> the
2: phone. <laughs> if I would have thought of that at the time, I probably would have told him that. But no, I mean, I'm I'm pretty easy. And all I told the guy was like, hey, I didn't... I, I don't, he may have tried to cancel it. Maybe his email didn't go through or whatnot. So I told him, I go, don't open the package. Go take it to the post office, reject it. And they'll mail it back to me. And once I get the buttons back, I'll refund your money. So, and that's all I did. And so I have, like... A pack you of let m- him refund buttons you had already made? It's called customer service, man. God, I was a marketing damn. major. No, and it's just one of those things. I mean, he's other than him being a complete dick on the phone, I can understand like he needed that money or something. I don't know, but it was just it was only
0: a hundred buttons. What was it
2: like? Twenty five bucks? Twenty seven? Because they were color, yeah. You still have some? I have all of them. I want one. You know, it's fine. They say he didn't want them, so I kept <laughs> do. you
0: Want them. a hustler convention? I think, uh, Mark, yeah. I wanted, I, want
2: I think a it was hustler convention. I tell you what, I think you should I'll reproduce those. those. Anybody interested? Anybody and, interested in me? I will send one dollar. Send one dollar <laughs> and $1. I'll cover help cover my postage. And, do they?
0: Can they pay PayPal info? At,
2: yeah, they, yeah, they can do that. Do you have the link on your send site a something? dollar on my, on my website? They have the links where you can order buttons. That has like when you click the buy na- the buy it button, yeah. it's pre-populated for the order quantity you're doing. Okay, everybody, you what, you know everybody what? out there, hey, tell you
0: send a dollar to info at lonestarbuttons.com. And, I, and I'll probably send and you a and couple. He'll of send them. you a hustler convention. I believe
2: it's hustler convention. Dude, it's hustler something. Whatever. It's it's a hand holding
0: money, right?
2: Yeah, it's a hand. I mean, and a, it's dollar. A, it's a, it's a, a dollar. It's a black dollar, and you'll hand have you'll too, have so. something. <laughs> oh god,
0: that's fucking awesome. But
2: yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I'm, I was a I was a marketing major, so it's like you, you learn that, and even this kills me today. Like customer service among a lot of businesses, it's just horrid. I'm yeah. pretty sure if anybody's ever tried to deal with their cell phone or cable T-Mobile, company,
0: dude, anybody I've ever dealt with, except a small business, has bad customer service. T-Mobile
2: is yes. horrible. And and like say as a marketing major, mm-hmm. customer service goes a long, long way. Fucking Definitely, because I mean, there's a, there's the rule in uh, in marketing that if you have a bad, if somebody has a bad experience, they'll on average tell ten to fifteen people. Yeah. If they have a good experience, they'll tell one or two.
0: It's it's easy to ruin a reputation. Exactly. It's and hard so- to so restore if you,
2: or create a good reputation. So if you try to just be kind of cool with people and, you know, uh you know, and just help them out, you know, I know there's one time I think the something happened when he made me to design a color changed or something and he wasn't happy with the buttons. And all I, and um all I did was with that, I just um uh, asked him, "Hey, listen, I'll make you another I'll make you another hundred buttons, I think it was. I go, but could you just give me half the cost? You know, I feel bad that something happened. I don't know if it was my printer, if it was the design or what, but I just end up just saying, Hey, pay for half of them to help me cover my costs and I'll make you another batch. And he's like, You'll do that? I was like, Yeah. I mean it, it doesn't take much to to, you know, diffuse a mm-hmm. possible, you know, situation that you're dealing with and you know, bring and he's ordered and he ordered quite a bit more for other projects and bands he was in. So, oh, that's cool. It's kind of you know pays off occasionally.
1: Yeah, if people took like a their own business like their waiting tables. You know, I mean, if they took their business like waiting tables, uh-huh. a lot more. I mean, you depend, out there would make yeah. more money because I mean, like, well, small business you directly depend
0: on people liking you, liking you, and giving you money. Right. If you work for a company, a large company, I mean, you really going to care that much or are you just working to keep your job?
2: Yeah. Like some um, people, yeah. Some people some care. Some people don't give a fuck. Some people care, but I think those some of those same people do get jaded whenever they don't when they see that Oh yeah, especially people that work in customer service. I mean,
0: fuck. Well cuz people dealing with people Well people are problem,
2: already dude. trying to go People know if they have to go like if you have to return something, you know, for some reason, you're already preparing yourself to argue cuz you've you're accustomed to having to argue to get what you need from these companies. Yep. You're
1: already setting up your argument prior to getting there.
2: Yes. And it's like some of the like uh, I know my girlfriend got a little mermaid DVD for Christmas last year, like not this past Christmas but a year ago, and uh at that time, no Blu-ray. It was Blu-ray. It was like the oh, okay. special edition Blu-ray. It's like,
0: damn DVD. Well,
2: what do She this is she already for Christmas. She had already got her birthday's in November, so I already got her, gotten her a copy for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Then her dad got her a copy for Christmas, and so at that time we had our daughter in late November. Then we had all sorts of medical issues with uh, her, you know, complications from the pregnancy and whatnot. So we couldn't go during the typical return time. Mm-hmm. And Best Buy's like, well, typically we have a a 15-day a return policy. But during Christmas, we bump it to 21 days. And we were at way outside the 21. I mean, we're probably like 40 days. And they wouldn't do anything. Wow. Like, we didn't, even, we didn't want the money. We wanted store credit where we can buy something else we could use.
1: Have, get, some, get use out of it.
2: And it had a freaking Best Buy sticker on the packaging because it's like exclusive at Best Buy. And, like, the customer service lady, like, just walked away. What? Yeah, she says like there's nothing we can do, and it's like, and she just walked away, and we're like, can't even talk to a manager. Like, no, a manager won't even discuss this issue. What? Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, over, I mean, it's probably a, what a twenty dollar DVD. You know, I'm pretty sure if you put it back on the shelf, somebody's gonna buy it shortly, and just give us twenty dollars credit, and we'll buy something else in the store. Just peel the sticker off and take it back at Walmart. We tried that <laughs> actually. Apparently, Did you? Apparently has a. A different barcode on there ah, that's specific it. to Best Buy. Son of a bitch! Yeah, it's like not only it's like not only that it's like so they're screwing you because you can't return it to somewhere else.
1: Um,
2: don't be don't incriminate yourself so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean here's the deal: You're turned to Walmart. Like
0: trying to read lips, hey, huh? What
2: you turn to? You return to Walmart. What are they going to do? They're going to give you store credit. And they're going to put it on the shelf and probably resell it. It's not like I right. stole it. It's just we're trying to – we have no use for two Little Mermaid DVD – Blu-ray special edition DVDs. Right.
0: Hey, you can always give it away next Christmas.
2: Oh, well, we could have this last Christmas if we had thought about it. Is it still in the package? Is all the package still sealed? Dude, yeah.
0: You're you're <laughs> Dude, invited to my Christmas party. Bring it as a, a – Or a eBay. white elephant. A
2: white elephant gift? Yeah, we do white elephant.
0: It's pretty. Or just fun.
1: do like an eBay thing, you know?
0: Such a hassle, man.
1: Yeah,
2: I have, right.
0: I have shit I can sell on eBay right now, and I'm just like, fuck. I'd rather just eBay find somebody that wants it. You know,
2: eBay used to be simple back in the day too.
0: Yeah, I fucking sold this thing for 140 bucks. It shipped. Apparently, it got damaged. Supposedly, but it it shipped to another country. The guy contacted me, and you know, I told him. You know, I'll do this and this. He was like, uh, "Nah, I'd, I'd rather get more." You know. I was like, "Okay." So we we opened a dispute or whatever, and eBay fucking pulled the money out of your of account? My account. Yeah. What? Yeah, froze it. I was like, "Well, okay." <laughs> so instead of making 140, I think I made like 100 or 90, something like that. But it was like that's
2: crazy. It was
0: damage that can't really be seen unless you look like underneath the, the mm. part. You know,
2: I don't know. The guy was OCD, so he knows. Picky. It's, he's OCD, so he puts it on his shelves like I know it's scratched under the foot. No, he just. <laughs> I, I I think he just wanted to not pay the full price. For Probably. It.
0: There's people like that, pissing me, me off. He jerks. I fucking. I was pretty generous with my my offer too, and. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's not like you were like, no, screw screw you, you already bought it. Tough luck,
0: buddy. He wouldn't take the part that was actually damaged, replaced. He actually wanted money for his troubles. Wait, 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 wait. It was a
2: part that you could have sent him an an additional part of?
0: Well, I was going to pay for a replacement on eBay and just have it sent to his address. What country was this from? Uh, I think it was Vietnam. That explains. <laughs> no, it doesn't.
2: But yeah, you uh, never dated a Vietnamese
0: woman, haven't you? Uh, no, and I never was.
2: I have. It explains very well. <laughs> but no, I remember back in, when eBay first started. It was like you paid like the Wild West. You paid like ten cents to list an ad, and then like they took like two percent or something. It was you know a small, small amount. Now mm-hmm. everything. You want to add a bigger picture? That's thirty cents. Instead. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not gonna do eBay anymore. I I really need just to get rid of some stuff, but I would rather find a collector, an enthusiast of whatever it is I'm selling. I uh, just sold it
2: Just deal with the serial killers on Craigslist.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> that would be me.
1: <laughs> I buy off Craigslist. I kill. Oh. I kill a motherfucker. Just kidding. Not incredibly. I, I think the only thing I've ever sold on Craigslist was actual like I had an old Cricket phone, but it was like one of them, like HTC. This is like back when like Cricket HTC was only like a Cricket like only Cricket yeah. only right? It was like maybe like 2010 or 11 whatever, and I just posted it on eBay. eBay or Craigslist? I'm sorry, Craigslist. I apologize. And, um, you son of a bitch! And so I met get her out. to give me you, you twenty. Ruined, you ruined everything. Yeah, <laughs> I met her up at. Uh, it was a female. I met her. I met. I met with her at Walmart, but it was like the Walmart, like the old Walmart off of sophomore. Jesus Christ! Right, and so because like none I, of
0: the lights work in the parking lot. <laughs> no, it was like
1: during the day. Oh, lucky! So I, I, I sitting there. I'm sitting there in the car, and I get out, and she just grabs the phone doesn't even like power it on because i had it off and she doesn't even power it on she goes does it work and i go yeah it works are you sure uh yeah <laughs> pretty sure you can try it and check it out you know she didn't even look at it she just puts the money in my hand just takes off and there was like three dudes in her car right and i was like man these guys it's like you guys about to shoot me or something, right? <laughs> like, I felt so, like... She just know. had to blow those three guys to okay. buy that phone. Probably, but, like...
2: <laughs> it's, her bro- it just... it's, it's her burn phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's her pro- professional phone.
1: But after that, like, that that kind of blew my whole, like, Craigslist experience, like, meeting up with people. I sold
0: some audio equipment on Craigslist, and they, the guy was buying, uh an audio interface for his brother. He's like, does it work? I'm like, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he was you like, think? yeah, wow. I think so. Oh man, will you take, will you take 24? I was like, nah, 40. It has a software. And it's like, uh, all right, man. Hey, I can call you if it doesn't work. Yeah, you can call me.
1: What? <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm going to give you the money back. <laughs> know, doesn't that, mean
2: anything. Doesn't mean I'm going to answer the number. Yeah. You don't Craigslist know my guy, name, Craigslist guy. <laughs> Do not answer is how he's listed in the phone.
1: My, um, my, uh, my dad bought this chair off of Craigslist. It was like a, like a leather chair, and when he had like surgery on his rotator cup, mm-hmm. and he bought this chair so he could sleep in it because like he when you have rotator cup surgery, it's going to be hard for you to sleep in a bed. Well, my dad forgot to realize is to look at the chair before you buy it and so i helped my dad move the chair in the living room and the chair was like you know how like it was like a recliner chair so now like when the back goes down and the feet come up right you pull the little arm back it was like yeah it was a lazy boy well he forgot to do that that's like one of the main things you need to do (laughs) when you buy a fucking lazy boy Did right? It recline? It fucking reclined but like one side like this is the back like this. One side went Oh <laughs> no,
0: so one cli- one side reclined way back and the other side
1: reclined didn't recline and then wait, the side that went way back went Oh <laughs> no. And so my dad was like, "Well, maybe I could try to fix it." So like an hour after like him trying to fix it, which made it worse. My dad calls back the guy, and he get, my dad goes, "I just want to let you know that you know that that, that the chair, uh, the chair was broken." And the guy goes, "Okay." <laughs> wow. And well, what do you? And my dad goes, "What are you going to do about it?" And he goes, "Okay." <laughs> oh, no. and, well, you have a nice day now, and I was. And he hung up the phone and was like, Why don't you ask for your fucking money back? you know? And it was like, He ain't gonna give him money back. <laughs> like, bang. Craigslist story yeah. scary. Hey, you,
2: you can get rid of anything on Craigslist.
1: Yeah. Really? I, yeah. Could.
2: If you, they have a free section uh-huh. and at my house there's a walkway in the front uh-huh. that was like um flagstone, surrounded by like those little tiny river rocks. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And what would happen is that if you would step on that flag or something wrong, the river rocks would roll underneath, and it was like the it was like an episode of like some I don't know like a, trying to get across the walkway without killing yourself. Right. So we decided to pull all that stuff out. But we're trying to figure out how to get rid of those rocks. Uh-huh. So we put them on Craig. We put a, a free ad on Craigslist. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Good we had, we had some dude show up. Is it a Toyota Tercel that used to have the three cylinder car? I think so. I actually it, think so. The dude okay, the dude Is showed it like up. a little hatchback. Zuh, duh, duh, yes, duh, 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 it's like a hatchback. Yeah, hatch- duh, 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 yeah, yeah. It's it was like a convertible hatchback. It was really yeah. weird. It, yeah, like
1: looked well, like the trunk and the back window were like all the
2: same. Right? Yeah. And so the guy shows shows up and he has this passenger seat out of his car and he has a trash can. <laughs> In the passenger oh, seat. Shit. Holy
0: shit. And so
2: what we were doing, like at this point, I had already filled up two full trash cans full of these river rocks. Uh-huh. And there's still a ton left out there. Wow. So what we are doing, we were just taking it in the shovel and just scooping them from my trash cans into his trash can in his car. <laughs> and by the time the thing was full. <laughs> oh, shit. The car was all so lopsided. <laughs> the, the car, not only was the car lopsided, his his muffler scraped my driveway leaving. And then, like, well, and then, like, he was driving really slow, and I think he was—he was from like halfway, either Spring or Katy, one of those, yeah. But earlier that day, the reason, one reason he had a seat out was he was picking up chunks of concrete that somebody had free on Craigslist and doing the same thing, loading them up in the passenger side of his car. So he had concrete and no, he'd already—he picked up the concrete and dropped off at his house. And or coming... delivered it
1: somewhere else. For do, you, do you know what that sounds like? Huh. It sounds like he was trying to bury a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the dude, was,
2: the dude was either stoned when he picked him up, or he had just done so much acid back in the day <laughs> that he wasn't all there. He kind of looked almost like a surfer dude. Like, he kind of had like shaggy, dirty blonde hair. Yeah. And... Very spacey, almost like Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, but like Gary Busey now. Pretty, yeah, pretty close. <laughs> is he uh, older?
1: Is he an older man, like in his forties? Or he was
2: probably he was probably his late thirties, early forties. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: but yeah, it was just like say he was a three cylinder car. Wow. Then we had people show up. It's probably still running <laughs> to this day. Probably is. Hey, and people should like one lady showed up with like these little tiny Tupperware things like. Six of them in her trunk that she filled up and took off with, and like some lady put like trash bags on her trunk and just uh, shoveled them into her trunk. They they went. I mean, we got rid of all those rocks within like four hours. Wow, wow, that's, that's it was ridiculous. Awesome. I was like, whoa, you can give anything away if somebody really needs
1: it. Did you ever hear that story of like a guy like you went on like Craigslist and traded like a paperclip yes. for like a pen, and then like. He started trading a bunch of stuff and eventually got a house.
2: What? Yeah. Well, the, his one thing was he was trying to see if he could trade a paperclip for a car. And not only did he get to a car, but he got a Porsche. What the fuck? Yeah. F- he it got a like por- something ridiculous. And then he traded the Porsche for a Jeep. Wow. And it was just like... Why would you trade a fucking Porsche for a Jeep? Are you wanted- insane? He wanted a Jeep. He said he always wanted a Jeep. But it was just like... Yeah cuz I think he started off with like a paper clip then he traded it for like a binder clip or you know or like
1: it like it just gradually got bigger and bigger. And yeah, bigger. it was
2: you just find somebody I think I know it took him a couple months and he just said you just had to wait to find somebody who had something better than what you had but they really wanted what you had. Right. And plus at that point like I think he said it became a slight novelty. Mhm. You know, but uh
1: Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy like you wouldn't, like even now like I still go through Craigslist and like look at stuff that like that I want to buy trade or sell. Oh, yeah. But like I I still feel kind of weird about like trying to sell stuff on there. But like you find all kinds of interesting stuff that people are trying to sell, and I'm pretty sure like over half that stuff is getting bought or sold or traded.
2: Oh, it's probably stolen. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's a, a big thing right now. I don't know if on like Facebook, there's these sites that are like. A lot of them are like called buy, beg, barter, buy and sell. Yeah, where people put stuff up there, Mm -hmm. that is being used a lot by thieves now. Like they'll steal something, you know. They'll like a thief may live in Spring, but they'll come to like Pasadena and steal something, but go to Spring and sell it. Yeah, they'll go and put it on their sites because you know if you're in Pasadena, you're probably not on the Spring. Right. Buy, sell, bar, you but, know.
1: But that's so stupid. Like, people know your Facebook profile. Like, like if they find that it's stolen, like, this yeah, person.
2: exactly. And that's...
1: It's so stupid.
2: But it's one of those... Uh, that's why you could go to a totally, uh, you know, a good distance away from your home city where you where they don't think they're going to get caught.
1: But, like... Like, okay, let's say, for example, like, I had, a, I had a cell phone. And I stole it from, like, fucking New Jersey. And I live in Houston. And... And I sold it to some guy. We'll say I sold it to you, and both of our profiles are on Facebook. Well, eventually that phone's going to get tracked down for stolen, and you're going to be like, "Well, I got it from this person because you can see the message because I have yeah. law enforcement, you know, look at it." And it's e- once they find out the Facebook profile, it doesn't matter; they're going to find you and they're going to come get yeah. you.
2: Well, it's I mean, but I don't know. I mean, some of these people could create a fake. Facebook profile—it's really not that hard. You just have well, your own picture. Well, you have your picture, but you really can't do but it's much. Not,
1: with... I'm not talking about the picture, or the profile. I'm talking about like the uh, oh the
2: IP address, the IP stuff. address. Yeah. So
1: I mean, you're you're fucked. I mean, at least like with Craigslist, you're more anonymous. Like you don't know.
2: Yeah, you know. I know people have gotten shot over selling stuff at Craigslist. Yeah, people got killed. There's the, there's a I think I know I heard one like somebody was selling a pair of like. I don't know if they're... Shoes or something, Yeah, I don't know if right? they're Jordans or, like, some, like, high-dollar Nike shoes. Mm-hmm. And, like, they met up and, like, the... the uh, it was in a parking lot. Yeah, it was a parking lot or a park or something. I think it was a parking lot, like a Walmart parking yeah, lot. Yeah, and, think. like, the guy... The guy uh, you know, it was one of those, like, you have the money. It's like, yeah, you know, they apparently the, the guy who was supposedly buying the shoes showed the guy he had the money. And the guy brought out the shoes and he was looking at them. And the guy just grabbed a pair of shoes. Without paying him, was trying to get back in his car, and the other guy went to stop him, and shot him. Shot the guy stealing the shoes. No, shot the guy who was trying to who was trying to sell the shoes. Oh shit! So yeah, he (laughs) fired shot because he you know, and that's why like nowadays they're saying that uh, some police stations will allow you to to have an officer present inside the police station with you selling and buying stuff yeah yeah as a safety reason they say you can set up and, as, long as, the, as long as you go to like, the if you as you go to like you got to go
1: there prior to like because like I- i've heard of it before and you can do stuff like that with like if you want to have visitation for child yeah and you have to like set up the meeting with
2: like you have to go to the like police station set it up then yeah because there's always a cop at the police right. station so it's not really like you have to go during you know regular business hours Granted, they probably don't want you to go at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I would sell stuff at a donut shop because cops wow. will always be in the donut shop.
1: Yeah, did you ever hear that joke with uh, what's his face? Uh, Gabriel Glacius. Uh, he was he he went to the corner store. He's like a really heavy set guy, and he really likes food. And uh, he got a box of fucking donuts, and he pulled out and went the wrong way. And the cop pulled him over, and he and the cop was like, you know, the reason why I pulled you over, and he went and got the donuts in his hand, he goes, because you can smell them! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee he didn't get a ticket.
0: I'm <laughs> uh, pretty sure he did. Or he, anyway. got, or he
2: got beat and got
1: a ticket.
0: <laughs> Guys, I think that's the show. Should we
2: wrap it up?
1: Um... It's whatever, man. And if you want to stay on a little longer, if you want to wrap it up a little bit... Or I'm know. good. I'm good for whatever. I'm good.
2: If you wrap it up, I'll, maybe we can be on a, I can be on a different one and we wouldn't even have to talk about buttons. Yeah. He's giving us a up, look like we're crazy. <laughs> if I wrap it up, maybe I can get a little... Mm. You also have wings waiting for you.
0: the
1: fuck Dude, I'm doing... not even really that hungry. I've been drinking coffee and... full. Of Me liquids. either.
0: Uh... uh Nah, fuck it, we're gonna wrap it up. <laughs> fuck you guys. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Adam Stimpy Jones,
2: oh, ahead. you're looking at me. Oh, Yeah, you
0: know, you can this contact. Is the me. Wrap up. You know, why?
2: You're you driv- You're the <laughs> going, driving force. So I didn't know if you were gonna going to continue with the that. Go for the plug.
0: You just weren't looking at me. I was
2: not looking. I was, not looking I was playing with my button pins over here. Um, yeah, if you to contact me, the one of the if you e's, want to cocktack it, cocktack me, yes. <laughs> It goes <laughs> quite Caught, well with the show. Cock-tack with his
1: hairy tits.
2: <laughs> uh, the easiest way to get in touch with me would be via email because I can get those on my my handy dandy phone. And so it's info at lonestarbuttons.com. dot com. That's L O N E S T A R B U T T O N S dot com. You know,
0: butt is in your name, right? Yes. Okay. And if you're going to be a real psycho and use your phone for something other than surfing porn and texting, give him a call at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gabe sent you. Of course, Gabe sent you. (laughs) Hey, I heard you have some buttons for sale. Uh, Tom, you want to leave any contact info?
1: Uh, You can reach me at Facebook, at deetertkd.com Dieter, and my instagram is all Dieter, Dieter T-K-E. T-K-D. tkd like Dot com? yeah uh, fe- facebook.com at T- uh, yeah. Dieter, Dieter, TKD i'm sorry <laughs> I was, i'm I was, uh, all like, Dieter, I was, like you have a website. Dude, you what need to fuck? buy you
2: need to buy that domain now Yeah do it
1: dude um like my instagram my facebook my email like everything is Dieter, TKD so if you were just to google that you'd probably find, like, everything that I have. Tell tell him you
0: want to suck on his hairless tits. Hairless tits. If you want to get in touch with me, I'm at (laughs) revengeoftheworld.com. On Instagram, I'm Gabriel
1: Dieter. On Twitter, I'm Gabriel Dieter 77. (laughs) You need to get that fixed. You know, like, how I have mine, like, all just one thing. You need to have all yours, just, like, one little thing. That's what it is. But it's, like...
0: Oh, gotcha. You hey, say so you
2: need to be nah, Revenge of the gotcha. World at Instagram. Just route. go to
0: RevengeOfTheWorld.com. It's a hub for everything I do. And I uh, also have a show coming up uh, February 21st at Vaporescence.
1: I'm fucking stoked for it.
2: I can't wait. In Pearland off of 518.
1: Where's the fucking flyer?
0: See any flyers over there?
2: No. I do not see any flyers on my side. to your ass.
0: Anyway. It's a, it's Go to I, of the world. I, com and check out events. You'll see all the info there.
1: the 21st of February, and it's going to be really awesome. you also check it out. I'm
0: going to have a shitload of new work. Well, a few pieces of new work, but a shitload of work. And, I and hope I'll you, have
2: Hustler Convention buttons.
0: Yes, come get your Hustler Dude, Convention come? buttons. Seriously. You know
2: what? That's... You get If you want your Hustler Convention buttons, you have to go to Gabe show at Vaporescence. Essence. they yes. only available at Vapor I love it.
1: Dude. I'm changing
0: the name from the Swarm to the Hustler Convention. <laughs> Dude,
1: that is the yes. shit. I'm there. We just nailed it. I fucking... Yeah, That's I'm it. There. We're done. I'm done. All right,
0: guys. <laughs> We're out of here. Love you.
1: Peace.